Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Wild Wild Will. We're going through all the Will Smith movies and talking about them. I'm Mark, Lily, and Eric are here. Hey guys. Are we are we really doing Aladdin this time, guys? Eric, did you actually watch live action Aladdin this time? Oh no, I watched Batman 1989 with Jack <laughs> Oops, we're gonna have to talk about that. <laughs> Whoops it easy. <laughs> What are some what are some classic lines from Batman 1989? Oh, look at your penis! <laughs> you haven't seen this movie. That would be a great line in a Batman movie, though. Who are you calling a slime ball? You doing a Batman voice? Yeah, you, no, that was my Jack Nicholson. <laughs> oh, Who are you calling you. a slime ball, Bat Boy? <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, I watch. I watch the land. Low legs. Oh, that is a line. Low <laughs> legs. What was really confusing about that guy that says hello legs to to um, yeah. I forget the actress. Uh, the but Vicky Vale, but Kim Basin. Yeah, Basinger. Ba- Basinger. Yeah. Basinger. Yeah. He goes hello legs. He's her coworker. I don't know. It's a <laughs> it's an OSHA. Me, that was a bad time. You could talk to your coworkers differently. That dude, especially to young Mark, that dude looked way too much like Michael Keaton to mm. also be in that movie. You know, like when there's two people that mm. that that look similar and they're in a movie together and it's yeah. like who it's called brothers yeah mm. <laughs> but my, yeah but michael keaton he's like a fat michael keaton in there you know what about that character i think is it knox is knox his name anyways he's like a beat reporter is he the audience surrogate like is he supposed to be the guy who can crack wise and we go like oh because we can't relate to batman or the joker we can relate to this fucking asshole like is that what he is anyways i think it might be oh i don't know is it somebody for nick what's her name nikki vale yeah to just talk to so you can hear her inner monologue mm. Mm. right see that hello legs vicky vale i'm a reporter oh yeah 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 i've oh, seen yeah. your work <laughs> 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 Aladdin, live action Aladdin, 2019. Will Smith playing the genie. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I am not going to go through what Aladdin's about. I mean, do I need to? Yes. Sure, do it. Well, do. What this if there's version. a nice young piece of shit generation that doesn't know? Wait, do I have to for real? It's not like it's hard. Hey, there's a. Uh, a real poor boy in Agrabah. Well, it's from um, it's what what's the the book it's from? A thousand Arabian Nights is where is where this is taken from. Mm. Oh, you're going deep. I know. I feel like I was already giving such a great description of this oh, movie. Okay. Well, what One Thousand and One Nights is the book that has multiple mm-hmm. stories, much like the Jungle Book. Mm-hmm. It has many stories about Mowgli and whatnot. Oh, right. that is part of those stories. All right, I'll give you the real. Yeah, breakdown. you do. You do it. Hey, we're set in the desert. There's this fucking hot ass, poor ass boy named Aladdin. But you know what? He's making shit work. He's making shit work until one day. He's in the market and some sexy little bitty is caught stealing. Well, guess what? That bitch is a princess. 
and he's falling in love, but she can't marry a street rat like him. So in a wild subplot, Aladdin is chosen to go try and grab this magic lamp. Mm -hmm. Guess what, guys? He gets it. He gets a little hoodwinked in it, but he ends up coming out with a magic lamp and a genie. The genie can grant three wishes. He can't bring anybody back from the dead. He can't make anybody fall in love. He can't give you more wishes. So Aladdin and the genie go on a little adventure to kind of create Aladdin into a prince so that he may, on his own accord, woo the princess. But there's a coup happening with the Sultan's right-hand man, Jafar. He wants to take over and he is none too pleased with Aladdin or the genie. There's some scuffling. There's Jafar some... wants the lamp. Yeah, there's some scuffling. There's some stuff going on. Jafar becomes a genie at one point. And um, Aladdin and Jasmine end up together. <laughs> genie gets his freedom. And the genie gets his freedom. Oh, oh he's emotional when he gets oh. his freedom. Yeah. Um. So this is, I think, I don't even know when it started. This, this style of remaking of Disney cartoons. Maybe it was Cinderella. Cinderella. Start with Cinderella with uh, Lily James. Because mm-hmm. there, there have obviously been live action takes of Disney stories like the Jungle Book mm-hmm. from the 90s. Yeah. But it wasn't in this style. And this style is that they're grabbing the cartoon and literally trying to remake that. Yes. You know what I mean? So it's like this is what this this started with Cinderella. They've done Mulan. They've done Beauty and the Beast. They've done Lion King. Lion King. Pinocchio. Uh, yes. And I don't know. What do you has I, I know how I feel about it, but I want to say it's been an unsuccessful run, but this thing brought in a freaking cool billion. Mm-hmm. So not unsuccessful, but a lot of people, I, I mean, maybe kind of critically panned like a little bit. I think uh, we got the Little Mermaid coming up too. got the Little Mermaid coming up. I think my biggest issue with this stuff is um, there are things you can do in cartoons that just do not translate when you have real human beings doing Mm -hmm. that. I don't care how much like you can CGI stuff, you can make up stuff. There are just some things that when you see a physical human being doing, it is just not that cool. But when it's in a cartoon version, it's super kosher, super fine. And you're like really into it. And I know I'm like of that Disney generation where like to me, they're messing with classics. Like there is nothing you need to do to Beauty and the Beast. There is nothing you need to do to Little Mermaid or to Aladdin. Like leave those beautiful things alone. Um, So like I don't. I don't need these live actions personally. Most of the time I would much rather just go watch the cartoon. I'll say though, this Lion King was the worst out of all of them. Because is it just, is Lion King literally just a straight up like beat for beat remake? Here's the thing. It is weird because they like CGI all these animals. So like you're looking and it looks just like a legit lion 
talking with Beyonce's voice. Well, it's all right. It's mm-hmm. a, they did the opposite of what they did with this one, where this is a live action movie, but built to look like a cartoon. Even the sets are all indoor and vibrant colors. And, you know, they didn't try to make this more realistic. They made for some reason, they looked at Lion King <laughs> and they were like, yeah. what if we make this shit photorealistic? It was it's really wild. jarring. Right, because really is it? Jarring. I haven't seen it, but even like the way their mouth, like they don't have expressive mouths, they Mm-mm. just move like how real animals' mouth would move. Yeah. It's like watching needed. natural National Geographic, and all of a sudden they're just like, "Can you feel?" It's like, "Why is that?" And like a lot of the voices are too recognizable. We're like, at first, you're like, "Oh, that's some like big names." You think it's like gets you excited, but it's actually like deeply distracting when you're watching the movie because everyone's just too much of a somebody yeah this uh, this is my feeling i want to hear what mark's feelings on this is but my feeling is that i'm usually against this and i usually just go like why are we doing this this is pointless but it's very complicated because i also have the i don't know if i'm using the right word like sycophantic <laughs> is that a word did i yes, make that it up? is a word it's a word but basically like i go Oh, I kind of want to see the uncanny, like, what's Ursula going to look like in life? What's mm. the genie going to look like? But then you watch the thing. And again, you kind of go like, oh, it's just the cartoon, but not the same. It, here's the thing. I, I'm mostly against this. I'm 99% against this notion of taking the cartoon and remaking it exactly like the cartoon. But if you want to get trippy and out there, it is kind of like experimental avant-garde art to be like, we're going to take this thing and almost try to replicate it in live action 20 years later. And it's like clearly a cash in and it's clearly fucking ridiculous, but I don't know. It's like experimenting with the molecules of the universe to be like, okay. And in 20 years, we're going to remake that live action one back into a cartoon. And in 20 years, we're going to make it live action again, then back into a cartoon. It's like, holy shit. It's almost like copying a paper over and over and over again. Yeah, capitalism sucks. There is a part of me that I'm like, in a weird way, they are messing with like weird experimental art doing this. But the reality is it's just a quick cash grab because it plays. Look, The Little Mermaid's probably going to suck. But when you watch the trailer, you go, oh, my God, I remember that song. Oh, my God, this looks so beautiful. This looks cool. But then you go watch the movie and be like, oh, they're just doing the cartoon again. And it's just not clicking maybe some parts are good but on the whole i can't imagine any of these are going to click and be like ah this adds to the fucking little mermaid it's like mm-hmm. oh it's just the little mermaid again mm-hmm. it reminds all right this is what i think it's kind of kind of like it's like um it's like when you see all right so there's the cartoon aladdin mm-hmm. and then they do the broadway version of aladdin yeah you know what i mean so you're watching okay. the same thing but it's not quite the same thing and yeah. kind of like what you're saying, we're just like, how are they going to do this? But I'm interested to see how kids actually feel about it. Like, because we're just a bunch of old bitches here. So yeah. is it like, oh, we're 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 just complaining about it because we grew up with the cartoon and kids that see it nowadays. Maybe they didn't grow up with the cartoon. So what do they you know, what do they get this on, on some holy grail or anything? I mean, we did ask some kids, Mark. <gasps> Do we watched tell? we watched this with our kids. Now this is like um we've watched this previously with the kids like the live action and mm-hmm. they've seen uh the cartoon Aladdin a ton okay. of times. Like they used to like at bedtime make Mark uh put on uh 
what song? The genie song. The genie song, like every mm. night. And like the street rat song too, sometimes. Like one jump. That one. Um, mm. so they're like they're aficionados. So we watched it with them and we pulled them at the end. What'd you guys think? Which one would you rather watch? Luna said she likes both of them, but she enjoyed the live action one. Okay. Ben and Mariella. So Luna's the oldest. Ben and Mariella both said that they preferred the cartoon. And in a wild twist, Mariella was like, I like the cartoon better because you can tell when Jasmine's done being bad because she takes the crown off, which is like some real insider baseball on Aladdin. But she makes a good point because there is a point where like Jasmine's under Jafar's spell in the cartoon and she's got like a whole red outfit and she kind of like tries to like seduce Jafar to like distract him. And that's not really in the live action. And I feel like Mariella really missed it, apparently. No, it's hilarious. I'm going to sound like a hypocrite while watching it. I'm like, oh, my God, this is just the remake of fucking Aladdin. Like. Mm. They're like, obviously, they deviate here and there, but not really. They're, they're kind of zigging and zagging. But then when Jafar at the end doesn't become the giant snake, I'm like, well, where's the where the fuck is the giant snake? Yeah, so if they oh, did I was the, pissed. Yeah, but that's a hilarious piece. If they did the giant snake, I'd just be like, oh, they're just doing the fucking cartoon. Of course, the snake's here. And then when it's not there. So Disney has me under their fucking butt. Oh, I mean, look, they're worth it. All things like that where I'm like, where's my boy Gilbert Godfrey? I know dead, but still he wasn't one. dead He's at the alive. time. Oh, yeah. And then also, also, I wanted um, uh, I kind of liked Big Iago. Iago got kind of big. That was cool. That was cool. Iago. Okay. Yeah. 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 I I also um, liked um how hot Jasmine is. Oh my god! For (laughs) real, right? Dude, Mark was saying that too. Here's the thing: Jasmine (laughs) is hot in the cartoon. So 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 it's not like I'm 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 pro Jasmine to begin with. Sure. And whatever that lady is, Naomi Scott. She she knows how to be Jasmine. Here's the thing: she was like way more clothed in this one. And you had more of a reaction to her in this in like the live action. She oh, like really got to you. It uh because then you're being teased. I don't know. I shouldn't go down this God. road. Yeah, but. you're saying get my pink little penis. Here's out. the thing. <laughs> Aladdin, cartoon Aladdin, hot yeah. as fuck. So good looking. This Aladdin, it was really tough because he was he's very handsome, not strong enough of a singer. Mm. Good dancer, but his hair bothered me the entire movie. Like they the clearly thick? had a wig on him okay. and it just wasn't correct. Like his hair just never sat correctly. Like sometimes it just like wasn't moving enough. And like Aladdin's hair is pretty clutch in the cartoon to his hotness. And like his hair really bugged me this whole movie and i feel like it detracted from how handsome he was um you know who aladdin's based off of right mm-hmm. tom cruise is oh, he yeah yeah based off of tom cruise oh, yeah man. got that tommy Cruise. why are we look? basing like arab men on little white tom cruise why do we base african people off lions hey here we are, right? Disney. Well, oh, and then that's the other piece of this puzzle is that in remaking these old cartoons, are they also 
rectifying, and I'm using air quotes, rectifying the sins of the ignorance of 20 years ago to be like, okay, we're going to do Aladdin, but we're going to rectify maybe some of the horse shit or but ignorance that we Jasmine, she's not... She's not like, oh, yes, she is. I thought she was just like British. No, no, they like this. Let me look. Let me look. Let me look it up. I already looked it up. I looked up their ethnicity. They both have um, like Middle Eastern Arab ethnicity in them because Disney made a very concerted effort. And like they had to keep pushing back scheduling because they just like couldn't quite now. The cast. Oh, she's English and Indian. Yeah. So, like, they really, they put in the effort. And, they put and, in the effort. But, but yeah. So, do you think doing like even something as stupid as Cinderella or any of these things, like, are they also kind of going like, we're gonna do Cinderella, but remember when this, this, and this happens, or Snow White and she's asleep and you gotta kiss her? We're gonna. Zip, 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 zip. You know what it is? Okay, because they did this with um, Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> Emma Watson is in it. Right. And like the whole thing with Beauty and the Beast is like, she's got Stockholm Syndrome. So Emma Watson very specifically was like, I want just a small scene where I try to escape to like showcase that like, you know, it's not Stockholm Syndrome. Like I really want to be there type bullshit. And like part of me is just like, I appreciate that. Yes. But part of me is almost like I would rather not talk about it and just like you just put it in to rectify it. And we don't have like a big conversation about it because then it feels very cringy. And like what people Mm. are always complaining about, like woke culture, like I'm glad Disney put in a concerted effort to um, bring like people with the correct ethnicities and backgrounds and skin tones to Aladdin and they didn't just whitewash it, but also I don't want to have an entire conversation about it because it just should be what they're doing anyways. Like, I feel like I shouldn't be like patting on them on the back being like, Hey, good job. Not casting Scarlett Johansson as Jasmine. Right. Right. I like the good old days when in Western movies, they would just put a bunch of Italians in for the native Americans. Mm. Yeah. Those were the good old days. There's even some movies where like the cowboy that's shooting when it cuts to the Native American he's shooting at, it's him dressed as the Native American. <laughs> like, oh, that's dang. wild. Shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I feel like good for them that they tried. But again, this Aladdin couldn't sing that good. And Aladdin's got a lot of songs. Mm. Well, that's the thing. This movie's a little afraid of the singing, too. Well, yeah, let's get into yeah. it a little bit. So the big thing here is that what is Aladdin iconic for? Yes, there's the music. Yes, it's great animation, all that good stuff. But it's fucking Robin Williams as the genie. Those are some huge fucking shoes to fill. And it's also a deep, crazy mythology in itself of how Robin Williams got involved in the project, how he wanted it marketed, all this other stuff. Like, There's a lot to that. So when you think Aladdin, you do think genie. And so bringing this live... I'll say this, bringing this into live action, I think they picked the best person for it. The, unfortunately, they decide to not do anything new with the genie and be like, okay, we're going to just make this Will Smith as a genie. Instead, it's like mm. Will Smith sort of trying to copy Robin Williams, sort of trying to pr- like make his own path. And I think that's where like it gets a little fucking 
crazy where you're like, yeah, it, it doesn't completely connect because you're like, wait a second, you're doing the big song in the cave. Like mm-hmm. that's the Robin Williams number. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, you're not going to top it. So do something fucking else. Yeah, it is. It is hard because. Robin Williams is the genie and not only is Robin Williams the genie, but like he's just like so um a part of like our childhood. So like, especially with like Kim's passing, it's very hard to be like, how dare you stand where he stood? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, I'm with you on the genie song. Like it started and my first reaction was to cringe like a motherfucker. Yeah. I was like, oh, like it was not a strong start. And even when you first meet the genie, like I, everyone remembers when those pictures came out. Mark, sorry, he's like moving around a lot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I remember when the, those pictures first came out and you saw Will Smith like all blue mm-hmm. and it was laughable and bad and terrible. I didn't like when we first met him because it did feel like he was trying to do very like Robin Williams where like Will Smith's really not known for like impersonations and voices. I think as that song goes on, I think the back half of it, I think they close stronger. Right. And I'll say this. I think Will Smith does pretty good when they're doing the parade like Prince Ali, you know, in right, the streets because right, right. he brings a lot more Will Smith mm-hmm. swag to that like in that street scene where he's like the leader like the way he's like moving and dancing there's a lot more like Will Smith swagger to it yeah. and I feel like he nails that interpretation like once the genie is no longer blue I feel like Will Smith does a much better job as the genie they, yeah Will Smith saved this freaking movie this movie was so boring to watch before Will Smith got in there. And I agree. Like, I want to see the first song that the genie does is bad, but it, maybe it's because you're just like, you're like, you're saying you're used to Robin Williams, but Will, I think he did a great job. He was, Will Smith was like the only good thing in this movie. Jasmine. Sorry. <laughs> of, course. <laughs> of course. I mean, it goes without saying. <laughs> But yeah, I think he I think he did a really good job for for what it is, right? You know what it, this movie needs um like it it everything seems because you're so used to like the quick like kinetic energy of a cartoon. Mm-hmm. It needs um oh what's his dick? Baz Lerman Lerman. Oh, mm-hmm. the Elvis yeah. guy. Yeah. Do you need Baz for all of these? Yeah. Baz he would get that energy, mm-hmm. the quick cuts, the yes. feel. It, the direction was so slow. Mm-hmm. It was. It just felt slow and clunky. It was like trying to. I don't know, Lily. Remember when you had to be a mascot? I do. And you, what did you have to do? Play like ice basketball? I did. I feel like it's like <laughs> instead of watching NBA basketball, you're watching Lily dressed up as a dog playing ice basketball. Yeah. When you were watching, this real? everything was just slow. Oh, this is very real. <laughs> this is very real. I have seen spikes. So get back without his. Gira. I've seen the Amherst Moose without his shit on. Yeah. This is Mark, real. You this costume go... did not fit. <laughs> Mark, you could go viral on film Twitter if you tweeted that. That's the most brilliant thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Yes. Because Moulin Rouge Take it to goes at 100 miles per hour 
Like that movie has or the Elvis. energy of or even Elvis. Mm-hmm. It's like, yes, this, which is the irony is that Guy Ritchie directed this, who's notorious. He came on the scene in the early 2000s, making all those British gangster films like Snatch and Revolver and what, Quad, Lock, Stock and yeah. But those are like kinetic, crazy editing, crazy, like people saying things you can't understand because they're just screaming and swearing in British. And you're like, what's happening? This is nuts. Um, And he has some flares in this. He does put a little of his Guy Ritchie touch in parts, which I appreciate. But on the whole, it's anyone directed this. It doesn't have a distinct style and it doesn't have the kineticness you need just for it to be propulsive and moving. Um, he did that one thing during the first one jump We're like they're singing in time, but their bodies are moving and fast forward. Oh, my God. I really hated that part. OK, I kind of love that. Part. Of course you did. Like it looked like an editing room mistake. <laughs> like someone put on the fast forward. Mm-hmm. But, but you know exactly what they did. They probably slowed down the song to 25 percent and they were all singing it very, very slow in camera. And then when you bring it back up to the normal speed, now they're singing in time, but everything's moving. They do it in music videos. Yeah, they do that in music videos. The of it, though. But that was at least the one thing where I'm just like, okay, that's not from the cartoon or any movie from Planet Earth. This is just this guy (laughs) doing something fucking weird. And so it is jarring, but I was appreciating those moments because I'm like, at least this is different. Whereas everything else is like, okay, this is standard live action framing and standard editing and i don't know but like here's the thing this is the type of movie where you need standard or you need chaos throughout the whole thing when like this like it's a disney movie at the end of the day having just like a hair of chaos is more jarring where you're just like like that song when it because it didn't do it for the whole song it did it for like a small 30 second chunk and it's like what the fuck is happening right now um you know what i'll say i did i did enjoy to this movie is they you know they stuck pretty close to the original but i did like the add-in of jasmine's like maid oh i i enjoyed that because i think uh her and Will Smith had some really nice comedic timing together. Mm. And I feel like it also provided some good um, time with Will Smith and Aladdin. Like, uh, because the genie, when Aladdin's pretending to be Prince Ali, isn't really there. He's just like hidden in his uh, lamp. As we're now, the genie's like there. And Aladdin, I mean, Will Smith really does well when you pair him almost with like a newbie where like Aladdin's like stumbling over everything. And Will Smith's got like all the cool and confidence. Mm -hmm. And I feel like when they first met the Sultan and Jasmine, I actually really found that scene to be pretty funny and I really enjoyed it. And every time that maid popped up, especially when she got to interact with Will Smith, I truly enjoyed it. I thought it was a very nice add in instead of having Jasmine talk to a tiger. Right, because don't they do the whole thing where it's like, uh, oh, I'm the princess, like Jasmine, yeah. I'm the princess. Yeah, yeah, Isn't she an SNL someone? Wasn't she on SNL, that actress? It was um, Sherry O'Tan. 
<laughs> was it Sherry O'Terry? Yeah. <laughs> Chris Kattan was Aladdin. He was Abu. <laughs> okay, can we talk about that? <laughs> that they gave Abu rabies? Listen, no, Lion King. <laughs> shit. It was bad. This one, I feel like they did Iago dope. Even when they make him huge, I think they did Abu awesome. Like, I don't know how he was still kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't make make him the elephant the entire goddamn time. Um, the rug was like actually pretty cool and decent. Raja actually looked pretty cool. Like, yeah. I was very impressed because there are some like weird side characters in this movie, and I was sure that that's what they were gonna fuck up. But honestly, I think like after Will Smith and sexy ass Jafar, Abu might have been my third favorite character in this movie. Okay, I I looked up some uh, magic carpet lore. What does that mean? Do tell. When it's been done in other stories, mm. the idea of a magic carpet. Because I was like, is this just a concoction of Disney? A magic carpet? Is this like some racist thing that they put into? Like you know those Arabs and their carpets, and then just made them like magic or something. Mm. They said the first time a magic carpet was ever in a story. And arguably the most well-known time. Bible? The Hebrew myth of King Solomon. Oh, shit. For real? As the story goes, when God appointed Solomon king all uh, over all the land, he gifted him a carpet that could fly. Check this out, though. It was massive, with some sources <laughs> claiming it was 60 square miles, and it could transport 3,000 men. Wait, that's huge. That's in the Bible? I don't remember that in the King James Version. This is why you've got to be watching History Channel's Bible Aliens. You know, that sounds like a goddamn UF freaking O. Jeez, A flying carpet that can transport 40,000 people? Sounds like a UFO. Okay, but how many miles long did they say it was? And it could only hold 40,000 people? We can fit more Everybody on there. He gets a, an acre and a mule <laughs> <laughs> on that bitch. Dude, get Jordan Peele to make Aladdin. Get that big old UFO. Uh, never mind. That was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> that big old hat. <laughs> yeah, the big old hat. <laughs> the big old hat. We'll get you out of Jerusalem, guys. Um, that's that's wild. They, that's what they should have done in Aladdin. It's just him trying to get off a carpet the entire time. <laughs> Where's the end of this yeah, thing? Oh, one thing I do want to say about the carpet. Thought the carpet was cool. Thought the carpet looked good. I did not feel like they fell in love on that magic carpet ride, though. Mm, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, when you're watching that movie as a kid, you're just like, oh, whoa they fell in love like they are looking at each other it is feeling good but in this one i don't know i know that they had a hard time um finding two actors with enough chemistry i still don't think they nailed it i think they had more chemistry like in the non singing scenes where mm-hmm. maybe just like hanging out or even in the one jump song sequence it felt like she was like warming up to him and he was warming up to her but you're right it's almost like all right we got to go through the motions of the magic carpet in a weird way it's almost like 
the big iconic moments, the genie doing his song in the cave, the whole new world on the carpet, like it'd probably be blasphemous to not put it in this version, but you almost got to be like, we can't fucking do that again because we're not going to replicate it. It's always going to be a downgrade from this. So what's our version of it? Oh, mm-hmm. maybe they're hanging out somewhere under the stars or something. I don't fucking know. And they, they warm up that way. I mean, I know I'm wrong on this because this motherfucker made a billion dollars, mm-hmm. but I like I like the cartoon Jungle Book. And that mm-hmm. was kind of before my time. It's kind of an older movie. Yeah, I like that one. And I think it's got some memorable stuff. But then I think back to the Jungle Book that we watched with Mortal Kombat in it. Right. The one in the 90s. All right. Mortal Kombat guy? It's, yeah. It is not Mortal Kombat guy. <laughs> it, it is uni- it's, uh, it's, it's soldier guy with Kurt Russell. That's our boy. Okay. <laughs> He's a poor way. person. Um, it's not Robin Shout, Mark. <laughs> 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 oh well. Um, I that one was not a, like a direct copy, right? Of the cartoon. Right. I and love I've that got, one. And I've got yeah. so much, like so many, so much memorable stuff from that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is like, I am not a man. I am not. An animal. Yeah. So good. So, so good. <laughs> and when he has to fight the snake, like in the water, that that was so rad. Yeah. There's so there's so much more memorable stuff that came out of that one because it wasn't directly copying the cartoon. Mm-hmm. King Louie will help you find your treasure. <laughs> oh my god. That was a good scene. Oh my god. Yeah. When King Louie's there, King Louis, King Louis is just legit monkey in this. He's sitting there, and um, the guy from Mortal Kombat is it's like, not the guy from <laughs> he's swimming around, and the the snake, what's it, Ka? Yeah, Ka, uh, yeah, Ka is like, like hunting him in the water, right? And it just King Louis just like. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> like doing monkey noises it's yeah, they're wild. not talking they're not talking they're animals <laughs> yeah it's like legit just a monkey doing monkey noises and you're like i feel it like i feel the tension <laughs> of like this snake about to eat <laughs> and baloo baloo shows up and it's just a fucking bear it's just a bear with his head stuck in a log going. <laughs> it's all it is. I'm sure a lot of those animals were fucking abused, too. Is oh, yeah. Fantasy. But yeah, that movie's fucking awesome. I love that movie. They should. Why don't they do that? You ever seen it? Oh, I fucking hated the jungle bug. That was for you, motherfuckers. That was for you, boys. Mm. That wasn't yeah. my jam. That and Peter Pan. I don't want that fucking garbage in my life. You know what we watched recently that kind of makes me think of what you guys are talking about is we recently watched the new Pinocchio. Oh, I did too. The Zemeckis one. Yeah. No, 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 no. no. Yeah, yeah. Robert Zemeckis. No. The one on Netflix. Oh, the Guillermo del Toro? Yes. Oh, okay. We watched watched that one. And to me, that's what they should be doing. Yeah. As opposed to these like very near copies, copies, because that still the story of Pinocchio. So like they still hit some of those like, mm-hmm. you know, areas where it's like, 
uh, in the whale and like all that bullshit. The nose growing. So it's still like a bunch of the iconic shit, but so much of it is very different. One, it's not for kids. I'll tell you that right off the bat. Then that Pinocchio is not for fucking children. And it's super dark, but it's like. I liked it because it was different enough, still had some of the classic pieces, but it felt like, you know, like its own interpretation because like all these stories that Disney has, they're all original stories that they just fucking changed a bit to make them more family friendly. So it's like, guys, just go back to like that base material. Oh, the new Pinocchio. Who is it? Guillermo del Toro? Yeah. So good. It is like I like that they play it off like how you would actually react if there was a jangling puppet that came to life in your goddamn house. Yeah. It's very spooky. Pinocchio is such a little shit in it. It's awesome. He's just like, look, my head can come off. I'm holding a gun, dad. (laughs) Geppetto is such a fucking drunk in this movie, and it's great. Yeah, and the whole movie, which again, Del Toro, he's super Catholic. Uh, it's just Pinocchio being like, oh, I'm like Jesus on the cross. He's got like the nails in him and G- the wooden Jesus has nails. They in put him on a cross at and one point. It was a little him. on the nose. He's, he's going to die for our sins. Oh, and then he goes into the afterlife. Yeah, yeah that's, that's such good. a good one. All right. little segue, but is related. I have to give honor to our boy from the Jungle Book, our Mowgli, Jason Scott Lee was the actor who played Mowgli in the 1994 Jungle Book, the one we were talking about. He also played Bruce Lee in the Bruce Lee story. He is not related to Bruce Lee, but here's how it all ties together. Is he in Aladdin and I didn't notice? He is in Mulan, the 2020 Mulan Mm. live action, and he plays Bora Khan, who's the main bad guy. So, dude, he he got swept into also more Disney stuff. Um, Oh, it looks like he was maybe in a a Lilo and Stitch sequel. Anyways, the reason I bring this up is because Mulan is not often talked about the live action Mm -hmm. one. But isn't that the one that supposedly did the thing where it's like, we're not putting any of the music in it. We're going to tell the story how it's told. And it was almost the gay shit out. Yeah. It took gay shit out. Wait, what does that mean? Um, Okay, so in Mulan, she is dressed as a boy. And whether he knows it or not, um, her captain, I can't fucking think of his name. No, no, no. I can't think of his name. Donnie Osmond. um, He's falling for Mulan as a boy. Mm. And they do eventually get together when she's a girl. But there's definitely like notes of, you know, especially coming from Disney, they're not ever going to give us like a straightforward queer character. So it's like, you know, people were kind of like always like into it. Cause it's like, Oh, like maybe he's like a little bisexual or, mm. you know what I mean? Like whether he admitted it or not, he obviously was feeling that person before he knew it was a girl and they completely cut his character when they did the live action on top of all the music. Wait, so they don't have the whole subplot of that? Like, she still dresses no. as, like, a boy, but they don't have mm-hmm. the love interest thing? Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I don't know, they do some cool shit where, like, the main bad guy, I think, is, like, a woman in this, in the live action. She's, like, a witch. Um, mm. So I'm going to give some props, though, to 
the um the, the I don't know if it's the same people as the people that are the voice actors for the original cartoon Aladdin, but Jasmine and Aladdin the singers. Because mm. I saw like a it was like the twenty fifth anniversary or something, and yeah, those two old ass honkies getting together and singing "I Can Show You the World" together. They are like amazing singers, mm-hmm. and it yeah. was really lacking in this shit. The and that's why I kind of appreciated Will Smith because they they Will Smith his songs enough where it was like I I was I was digging them. Yeah, they were just enough a deviation from the original that I was like, oh okay, yeah. You know? well, and like the genie songs are a little bit easier because Robin Williams was also not much of a singer, so it's like they're not asking him to hit like a crazy key. Oh, God. The guy, all right, so it goes Aladdin, then Return of Jafar, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The second one. What's the third one? King of Thieves. Yeah, so yeah. King of Thieves. And it went theater release, straight to straight to video, mm-hmm. yeah. theater release. That third one was theater release? Yeah. And then there was a cartoon, and I then think. Then there was a cartoon. Cartoon. It's like show, show. The cartoon show and the second one. Robert Williams ain't coming back for that shit. He came back no. for the third one, but he wasn't doing a you know a a weekly TV show and and Gilbert Godfrey came back for all of them. Yeah, you know who did uh, the voice of Genie for when Robin Williams wasn't there? Oh, I do. Who? Do you want to say it or do you want me to? Because I can't even say his last name. Okay, then Eric said it. Homer. Homer Simpson. Oh, Dan, Dan cast. Dan. I don't like that. Homer. I don't like that. I have nostalgia for Return of the Jafar. Uh, Return, Jafar. Return of the Jafar. Yeah, re- <laughs> there's some good things. Blow up the Death Star for a second time. I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> it's just I'm back. <laughs> Marge, I'm back. <laughs> How me? Uh, well, okay. How me? Do you know? <laughs> Who the voice of Aladdin is? Don't say Tom Cruise. I th- is it Matthew Broderick? Excuse that's me, Simba. that's Simba, oh, older right. Simba. No, it's um. I don't know if either of you ever watched Full House. It was DJ's boyfriend Steve. Oh, with the bowl cut. He had like a very nineties cut. No, no, never mind. Kimmy Gibbler's boyfriend had like a bowl cut. I might be thinking of uh, Boy Meets World. You are thinking of Boy Meets World. Well, Full House. Is, that one is Jasmine Elaine from Seinfeld? No. Okay. Julie Louise Dreyfus? No. Who plays Jasmine in in the original? Yeah, the white lady. Yeah, that, I know. I said Julie. Jew, Jewish. Julie. Are you Louise. looking it up, Eric? Ah, uh, yeah. Julie, Julia Louise Dreyfus. Mm, not saying her name. Not because it's 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 Ann Drescher. It's not. It's Linda Larkin. I don't know who that is. Yeah, it was like a no one. Well, because like I don't know, you didn't used to need like a big name to just do a like voice acting. You know what I mean? And like their voices were also not singing. They um, I love that uh, Aladdin's talking normal the entire time, but he says Agrabah once, and he has to put a little stank on it. Agrabah. Agrabah. Oh. You put this? a little stank on that shit. So let's talk about a little stank on it. When, okay, okay. So like, Prince Ali's there. Some other suitors are there. Some random ass 
white princes oh, there. Dark guy, Swedish guy. That oh. we didn't need. So they're like, we're going to have a fucking party. And then um, Aladdin has like an elaborate dance scene where he's like half controlled by the genie. So he's doing some like marionette dancing. And oh, then yeah. he does his own dancing. Listen, the actor is a very good dancer. I hated the whole thing. I hated it so deeply. And I thought it made Aladdin look like such a prick to just like, no, everybody look at me. And like do all these like dance moves. I'm like, she doesn't want a dude like that. She wants a humble king. Yeah, I couldn't figure out because halfway through that dance scene, I was just like, oh, it's going to like turn out that like he's being too big and too great. Yeah. will be like turned off. And then he's like, Jeannie, what are you doing, dude? <laughs> Jeannie. Yeah. <laughs> Jeannie. I feel like it's because he wasn't a strong singer, but he was a strong dancer. So I yeah. feel like they wanted to showcase that. But I thought it kind of made him look like an asshole. Dude, like Aladdin, not the actor. Because he does Um, like flip and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And then I do appreciate that they um, corrected a little narrative because the whole time when you're watching the cartoon, it's like, what kind of dumb bitch is Jasmine that she can't recognize this street rat when he is Prince Ali? In this movie, they very very purposefully like almost looked in the camera or just like because of the magic people see who i want them to see so it's like oh that's why jasmine doesn't recognize him Mm. also uh it's so funny because i'm going back to the hypocrisy of being like oh why did they just copy this or oh why didn't they include this from the cartoon i think they got really lazy with jafar and one how he coaxes aladdin to go to the cave and this i guess they streamlined it kind of he's just caught in the palace and then yeah but it's still real quick yeah they don't do the old man in the jail cell being like oh let's get out of here dope i mean it's tough because the that was the era of the bad guys where all the bad guys were better than any like better to watch than any Mm. of the good guys like in the cartoon the genie and jafar like the dude playing jafar in the cartoon is fucking going insane in the studio (laughs) give me the laugh (laughs) (laughs) oh worse beheaded (laughs) it's a mind trip when you're a kid and that old man in the cellar turns out to be Jafar. Oh my God. Yeah, that dude is chewing up scenery throughout the entire cartoon. Yeah, doesn't Abu bite his like skinny leg? Yeah. <laughs> and he's just screaming and laughing <laughs> the entire time. Yeah, that guy could not match that energy. Listen, he didn't need to match that energy because let's say it. The internet already said it. This guy was hot as I, living. Oh, fuck. He was hotter than Aladdin. Jasmine's hotter than he is. No. In in like, like, so like, I don't find guys attractive, but however attractive you find that guy, Jasmine's (laughs) more attractive. This is honestly just going to end in like a fight later tonight or something. Like, like, is this why you haven't touched me since we watched Aladdin? (laughs) Not fucking Jasmine enough for you, bitch. Mark bought a rug. <laughs> um, 16 rubbing his dick on it. Um, no, you're wrong. Jafar is so ridiculous. 
ridiculously handsome. And I'm going to say it. And I don't think you guys agree. He was carrying this movie for a bit. Every scene he was in, he was fucking selling it to the point where I was like, God damn it. I want a Jafar backstory movie. Give me like, why? Why does Jafar want power so bad? Was he a fucking street rat? Had this hot motherfucker become number two in the land with no connections. Like he was killing it. And then I feel like they just dropped him. Like they were just like, we are sick of you. They dropped him. And at the end, they really rushed through his like claim to power. He didn't become a huge snake. He wasn't trying to fuck Jasmine. Um, honestly, I probably would have been like, yes, I will be your wife. Like you're, I didn't understand. Like in the cartoon, you're like, yeah, obviously Jasmine doesn't want to be that hideous fuck in this movie. It's like Jasmine girl, you better rethink this real quick. Um, and I feel like they just like rush him. And I feel like the actor was really doing a great job as Jafar. I don't I like that when he became a genie, he just became a guy that was shirtless. I feel like they he just becomes a big. Yeah, he doesn't become like a demonic thing. Yeah, he's mm. more demony. But also, oh, I don't understand, like, why can he become a genie? But he couldn't become like the huge snake. You know what I mean? I know you can't go shot for shot, but I really feel like that end was rushed. Like you had like Jasmine getting sucked up by sand. You had her trying to seduce him. You had the Sultan getting fed like a fucking parrot. You had him then like eventually becoming a genie. And I feel like his rise to power at the end was just like really fast and he barely got a chance to do anything that evil with it also in the cartoon isn't he supposed to read as older jafar yes so i always thought so yeah um i'll go ahead i was gonna say the last lazy thing they did with just jafar is how he gets a hold of the lamp he like walks through laundry that aladdin's walking through and he like steals it from his pocket how Mm. did they do the cartoon how did jafar get it yeah, uh, Iago snatched it, right? Oh, okay, okay. This is what happens. Aladdin gets lazy, and they do it okay in this movie. Remember, like Aladdin gets lazy, and it's in his Prince Ali hat. Oh, right. And they see it, and remember, they fucking tie this asshole up in a chair, and they throw him into the water, and he starts sinking in the water. Yeah, with his lamp lamp and genius oh, save him and then right. they like snag the lamp from there yeah hmm God, the, the ending of the cartoon is so good that last battle yeah it's so good it, that it really was yes. i'm not and i'm not crapping on this movie too hard like i said i i enjoyed will smith throughout the entire thing but it was just like kind of i don't know it just seemed like um claustrophobic the ending if just about like rush like i feel like you're right the ending is very very iconic and again i guess you don't have to do the same exact things but it just felt like an afterthought on this movie and very um i don't know just rushed through like i mean it was one of the first things mariella said when the movie was done like you could tell even she was missing that part and like you know they tried to add in a few other things oh you know what i bet you the ending also felt rushed because they gave jasmine an extra song Remember, she's like singing about like, I'm going to have my fucking voice. 
And then she goes back in and she um, convinces some of the guards to not follow Jafar. Cause she's just like, why are you doing this? We love you. We respected you. So like, she doesn't like seduce Jafar to get her way. She like uses her voice and her power to like convince the guards to not work for Jafar. So I feel like maybe that ate up into some of the ending. I don't know. Also, I don't know if anybody else felt like this, but did you feel like when the Sultan didn't have his hat on that he really looked a lot like Joaquin Phoenix? Hmm. Uh, Was he sitting a lot? Jafar? I mean, Uh, the Sultan? Sultan. No, he was standing a lot. Oh, I feel like he was sitting a lot. I don't know. I feel like I missed that he was a short king. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He should have been short and plump. And you know, I guess it was nice. He was like less of like a buffoon. Uh, also, the whole subplot of like going to war with their neighboring mm. city or whatever. That wasn't from the cartoon, right? No, no. You don't know anything. Beyond they like that, added no. that all in to basically be like, why is where's Jasmine's mom? And why is she locked away? And it's like, because the mom died. And now we have to lock away Jasmine and there's wars going on. I don't know. It wasn't necessary. All right. Well, Will Smith's next movie. Oh, can I ask you a question? You two, please. What's your interpretation of the wraparound them on the boat and them on the boat at the end? Is it really the genie? Is he just telling a story? Is it the genie now with the family? What's up? The fucking genie, you idiot. Okay. Well, because I mean, it's, The boat oh, even looks like a lamp. Is the is how about in the cartoon? Because you're hearing the story from the, oh, the shopkeeper. Merchant. Yeah. In the beginning, who is played by Robin Williams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Do they end with him no. in the cartoon? No. As they the end. No, they end with the genie flying and woo, 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 woo. Yeah, so, oh, yeah. and then like <laughs> lifting the credits up. <laughs> that guy is the shopkeeper, the genie. No, because like in the at the end, when he gets his freedom, the chains just come off him, but he's still a genie. And in the other shows, he's like the subsequent movies and the cartoon. He is still a genie and still has all of his magical power in a character because he always transforms into different people. Oh, maybe like the shopkeeper. Mm -hmm. All right. I'll buy into that theory. All right. All right. You guys are right. It's a genie real on the boat i didn't like when i first saw them as a family one i think it's like too much of a giveaway but um and also will smith and his wife had like kind of accents but their children didn't but at the end like part of me was a little sad that to get his freedom he had to become a human like that sucks like i kind of just like would want to be a genie and just have like my genie powers but not the lamp but it was kind of cute that you know they ended up together and they're like living their lives and have kids. Like, uh, I don't know. I thought it was kind of sweet. All right. Coming up next. Gemini man. Is, is it really? A, oh, hell yeah. We so should watch it together. Is that a young Will Smith and an older Will Smith together? Yeah. Action wow. movie. Ang Lee, our boy who made Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, Hulk 2003, The Ice Storm, Brokeback Mountain. He, co- I saw him in person. Ang Lee came to Rochester and I got to see him talk. 
about Gemini Man. Oh damn! Um, which maybe I'll save for the Je- I'll save it yeah. for the Gemini Man podcast. But anyways, Angley, we love him, uh, and I can't wait for you guys to see Gemini Man. Yeah, this will be a first time for me. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen it. Honestly, it feels like a movie that should have come out in like the nineties, and I keep being confused that we haven't watched it yet. Mm. You know. Yeah, yeah, it's like the Mandela effect, right? Yeah. Um, but so did we like Aladdin? Do we think Will Smith made like a did you like Will Smith in this? I think Will Smith, I loved Will Smith in it. I think it took a lot of balls for him to sing and dance again after years of not really doing the singing and dancing thing. Also a lot of balls to take uh Robin Williams role. Yeah. I would be scared to do that. I'm I'm down with Will Smith in it, and it was just like, yeah, whatever. Like it's like being on a it, everything feels it's kind of like how Star Wars movies and stuff started to feel just feels like a, a Disney ride. Mm, I mm-hmm. think it could have gone a lot worse than it did. And also um, something about these live action movies that no one tells you, the more you watch them, the less you hate them. Hated Beauty and the Beast out the gate. I've watched it a bunch now and like it more so the live actions they don't they aren't like a you can't judge them the first time you watch them because you're just not gonna like it because it's not the cartoon but the more you watch it the more you can see some of the little gems in them good point i like that and also breaking news as of today i think it's breaking news unless we broke it before uh bad boys four anyone or not bad boys four bad boys five no, Bad Boys four, 4. 4. 4. They're going to start working on it. Oh, damn. And I think I Will Smith that. and Martin Lawrence, they're back in. Dude, 20 fucking bucks. They put Will Smith slapping someone joke in there. Oh, yeah. Of course they are. Right? Like, there's no way that they are not, like, putting that in there as a wink to the camera. <laughs> Maybe Chris Rock will be in it. I don't think he will. I'll be honest. That does not seem like uh, that bridge has been repaired. It right. is, though. Okay, sorry. Gemini Man coming oh, up. Yeah, why are you just trying to love our listeners right now, Mark? And listeners, reach out to Mark. Tell him if you want us to do the movie game. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm done with the game. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine. Put in your votes. If we get over 60 votes, we'll do it. If we get over $600, (laughs) we'll we'll continue. Um, All right. All right. I guess that's a podcast. That's a podcast. (laughs) All right. See you guys. See you.